0: In this episode, we're gonna talk to you and continue our discussion about options, but we're specifically gonna dive into call and put options, but I decided throughout the episode that I wanted to separate put options out and do a second episode about it. So in this episode, we're diving into call options. You're listening to the Money, Markets, and Mindset Podcast where it's all about learning how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it. And now your host, stock market coach and options trader, Jason Brown. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Money Markets and Mindset podcast. I'm your host. If you're new around here, Jason Brown, stock market coach and option trader over at thebrownreport.com and the creator of Power Trades University, where I help students learn how to read stock charts, find the best stocks to buy and sell, and then use these powerful option strategies to supercharge their returns. And I got an exciting episode for you today because we're continuing with our theme of talking about options. So last week we talked about what is an option and just the general concept of how it's used and how it relates to know real estate and different other industries where you can actually use options. And we did this whole comparison and contrasting thing. So if you haven't listened to that episode, be sure to go back and check that out so that you can have a general idea and high-level overview of how options work. Now, in this episode, I want to dive into two specific options. There are two types of options that make up 100% of all the options trading activity with respect to the stock market. And those two options are called calls and put options. Okay, so if you've ever heard call options or put options before and you're like, what the heck does that mean? We're gonna be breaking it down right here in this episode. So let's dive straight into it. I already told you that there's two types call and puts that make up 100% of all the option activity. But there are multiple combinations and ways that you can use call and put options, and we won't be able to get into every strategy and combination on this episode. We're going to be doing another episode after this to talk about some of the strategies. But if you really want to learn this stuff and dive even deeper, we have our courses for you inside of Power Trades University. And then, if you want to see us put it together or put it to work, we do that also with our live option trading webinars that we do every single week, two hours for our members. So let's talk about the first one, which is a call option. So what is a call option? So first, we know that an option is a contract that gives you the right to buy or control a specific asset at a specific price for a specific time. And so a call option It's just an extension of that. So a call option gives you the right to control a stock. So a stock is the asset. Now we're no longer doing general examples. We're talking specifically about the stock market. And so you want to control a stock for a certain at a certain price. You agree that you can buy it at a certain price and for a certain amount of time. And a call option is a bullish strategy. So bullish means you believe the stock is going to go higher over this certain period of time. Now, the the, the cool benefits about call option is it allows you to invest in higher price stocks at a fraction of the cost. And this was the key to my success early on. This was the key to exponentially growing my trading account because it also offers leverage for a small bank account. So when I first got started, if you don't know that story, I took $500 and I bought Sprint PCS stock because I worked for Sprint PCS at the time and it was $5 a share. So I was able to buy a hundred shares but then I started to look at some of the big boy companies and say, man, how do I get enough money to afford a Netflix, an Amazon, a Walmart, all of these, a Apple, some of these more expensive stocks, right? They weren't $5 and $3 shares. They were more expensive. And what most people do is most people come into this game and they say, well, I only have this amount of money, so I'm only going to buy penny stocks. And the problem with that is penny stocks are typically companies that are getting ready to go out of business. Or what people do is you don't get into the game because you don't believe that you have enough money to make a difference, right? You think, ah, I don't have enough money to invest. I don't have enough money to do anything meaningful in the stock market. So I'll wait until I get my tax return, which you typically end up taking that and paying credit card debt, right? Or I'm going to wait till I have quote unquote, some money money that I can lose, which is totally the wrong mindset to come into it with. Like, let me come in with some money I can lose versus let me come in and find out how I can put this money to work the best way possible and minimize any potential risk. And so that's what a call option allows you to do. It allows you to get into the game, control some of the higher price stocks that may have been off limits to you before. And then it also offers you leverage from your small bank account so that you can get some meaningful returns and start to see some profit that can actually start to change your life for the better financially, okay? Especially if you're like in debt. One of the things that when I was had uh, some debt from student loans and different things like that, one of the things that I was very conscious of is I said, how long would it take me working my job to pay this off? And then I'm like, but if I could get involved with the stock market and I can generate this money this fast, I can pay off my student loans in six to 12 months. And that's the power of this is that once you see how it works, you'll start to realize you don't have to have student loans for 30, 40 years. You don't have to have a mortgage on your house for 30 or 40 years. If you get good at reading the charts and understanding how to use call options, you can actually use this stuff to really speed up the time frame and either get out of debt or get ahead and use that money to buy a business, to pay off your house, to you know start whatever it is your heart desires. Okay, so let's walk through how call options work. We're going to be specifically talking about buying call options. Okay, so we'll talk about some of the other strategies, which could be like selling call options and different things like that. But for right now, we just want to talk about buying call options. So what does that mean if you were to get involved with the stock market today and say, all right, Jason Brown, this stuff sounds really good. How does it work? I want to buy a call option. So let me walk you through how it works. I'll give you a real example and we'll do some real numbers. So first, a call option is bullish. You think the stock is going up. So what this simply means is if you believe a stock that is trading at ten dollars is going to fifteen dollars, now let me pause. You may say, why do I believe it's going from 10 to 15? Remember, there's a very important component to this, which is being able to read a stock chart so we can look at a pattern and say this stock typically moves five dollars, and in a certain amount of time frame, it typically moves to five dollars. Okay, so that's why we believe the stock is getting ready to move higher. And so if you believe the stock is getting ready to move from $10 to $15, instead of buying the actual stock for $10, there may be an opportunity for you to buy the option and control the stock. And so what you're basically saying is, I don't wanna buy the stock, I wanna buy a contract that says I can buy the stock at $10. Does that make sense? So instead of me saying, hey, here's $10, give me one share of stock, I'm just going to say, hey, let me buy a contract that says between now and 30 days. So Remember, an option controls a specific asset for a specific amount of time and you get to buy it at a specific price. So the asset is the stock. I want to be able to buy it between uh, for ten dollars. That's a specific price. And I want that right between now and the next 30 days. So that's a specific amount of time. Now, the market may say, okay, for that piece of paper or that contract, that call option, it's going to cost you $2, okay? So you're going to pay $2 for the right to buy this stock at $10. You believe the stock is going from $10 to $15. So what happens? In 30 days, if you are right, you're looking at the stock chart, you believe it's going to move, you did your research, and the stock moves from $10 to $15, well, guess what happens? You have two choices. You can now buy the stock at $10. Okay. So if you buy the stock at 10, but you paid $2 for the piece of paper, your all in total cost is what? $12. But you can turn around and sell it on the open market for $15 because it is 29 days later and the stock is now trading at $15. So what you basically did was you were able to buy the stock at 10, but you paid $2 for the piece of paper, total cost all in. You with me? $12. You can turn around and sell it for 15. You make $2, right? You make a $2 spread. Now, the second way, and this is where it becomes a power trade, and we're going to do a real example here. I'm going to use Walmart here in a second. The second person, we talked about this in the last episode, so make sure you go back and check that one out. The second person is a flipper right a wholesaler they don't actually want to own the stock so they would never actually buy it for $10 they would take that piece of paper and say hey this stock is trading at $15 29 days later it's trading at $15 i have the right to buy it at 10 if you really want to own the stock i will sell you my piece of paper for $5 so what happens they buy the piece of paper for $5 and then they can go buy the stock for $10. That's the current price, which is $15. Now don't get hung up on, well, why would someone buy your piece of paper for $5 and then go buy a stock for $10 when they could just go buy the stock for $15? It's it's still the same $15 no matter what, but that person may be an option trader too it may just want to hold it for 24 hours and see if it can increase in price more. Th- there's a lot of different reasons why someone would do that, which go back to the previous episode and check that one out. We kind of explained why would someone do that. But the key here is if you bought the piece of paper for $2, the option, the car option contract for $2, and you have the right to buy the stock at 10 and it goes to 15 Well, that piece of paper is now worth the difference, which is $5, because you can buy it at 10, you can sell it at 15. There's a $5 increase in value there. So that piece of paper now is worth minimum $5, but you only paid $2 for that call option. So when you look at it from that standpoint, you basically turn $2 into $5, which is a $3 profit, which is a lot better Then buying the stock at 10, you paid two for the paper, that's $12. So you're all in 12, you sold it for 15, that's a $3 profit. So either way, it's a $3 profit, but the person who buys the paper at two and sells it for five, that's a different type of return on investment, okay? If you bought some, I got my calculator here. If you bought something for 12 and was able to sell it for 15, you made $3. So $3 divided by $12, which was what you paid for it. You made a 25% return, not bad. But the person who bought the $2 piece of paper or the call option, sold turnaround and sold the call option for $5, okay? That still person still made $3, but you only put up $2. So $3 profit divided by $2 that you put up, hmm, that's 150% profit. See the difference? And that's what made me name what we do power trades. That's why we call it Power Trades University. Because yes, we both made $3, but one of us made a power $3. Does that make sense? One of us made 25% return and one of us made a powerful 150% return. And that is a big, big difference when you start talking about the percentage return, right? When you just look at it on as face value, it's like you made $3, I made $3. Doesn't seem that exciting. Sounds super exciting when you say you made 25%, I made 150% because your will start to get to turning and say, wait a minute. So if I had $10,000, I could either make 25%, which is 2500 or if I had $10,000, I could potentially have made $15,000. You see where it starts to make a difference? We both put up $10,000. But one of us made $2,500 and one of us made $15,000. It becomes a big difference once the math starts to play out and you start to do this with bigger numbers. Now, I always have to say this. There is more to it than uh, what we're talking about in this episode. So I am not uh, uh, telling you that, oh, now that you know how a call option works, or at least you know what it is, tomorrow you can go out and buy a call option and you're going to make 150% profit, all right? I just wanna go on the books and on the record of saying uh, it is more to it than that. You have to see how much open interest there is. You have to do it on the right stock. Uh, There's other things that come into play. Not all options move at the same rate or speed or increase in the same value because there's in-the-money options, at-the-money and out-of-the-money. I don't wanna confuse you with all of those terms just yet because we're still doing the building blocks of the concept of what an option is. And now we're diving into what a call option is. And then we're going to talk about what a put option is. So I'm just trying to build your foundation and then we can get technical and start to say, okay, what are the specific options I need to be looking for? What are the specific time frames? How do I read the chart to understand where it's going to move in a certain amount of time? Those are all things that we teach inside the course. Um, But I want you to understand big picture how it works. I also want you to understand big picture that there's more to it than just opening up your computer tomorrow and buying a call option. So let's do this. I want to walk you through a real live example as we're recording this or as I'm recording this. I am looking at a chart of Walmart right now. And I'm using Walmart because everyone should be familiar with Walmart and so I'm looking at a chart of Walmart right now, and we'll post this chart on the blog post. So each one of these episodes have a blog post associated with it, with pictures and images. So I encourage you to also, um, after listening to this, swing over, swing on over to the website and take a look at the chart so you can get a visual of this. So as I'm looking at the chart and recording this, I'm going back to April about April 5th. Okay. looks like, no, it's April 4th. Walmart was trading at about $96 and 80 cents. Now for simple math, I'm just going to say $97. Okay. Walmart was trading at $97. So from April 4th to, it looks like April 18th. So that's 14 days. All right. So from April 4th to April 18th, Walmart went from $97 to, it looks like it went to about as high as $103, okay? So if you do simple math, $97 to $103, that is a $6 move, okay? $6 move. Now, since then, Walmart has pulled back to ninety, about $99. And now today, as I'm recording this, it went as high as one o. dollars almost 104. All right. So it's moved $6 in one, in two weeks, and then it's pulled back and now it's moved $4. Okay. So I want to just focus on the $6 for a second. So Walmart is a $97 stock according to April 4th. All right. It was a $97 stock. Now I want you to do this math. Let's just say you were going to buy 100 shares of Walmart. Okay. So $97, times 100 shares. I'm clicking my mouse. If you can hear that in the background, that is $9,700. Okay. You would have had to come to the game with $9,700 to get in this Walmart trade. Okay. Now you got a hundred shares. Walmart moves six bucks. You sold it. Voila. You made $600. Simple math on a hundred shares and moved from 97 to 103. I would have made 600 bucks. Now, if you take $600 and you divide it by the $9,700 that you had to come up with, right? So you take 600 divided by 9,700, and what percent return do you get? You get, let's see here, you get a 6.18% return. So for simple math, we're just gonna say you get a 6% return. Now, most people, are not excited to put $9,700 up just to make $600. However, that's still not bad. If you made that within 30 days, you're making a 6% return uh, You know, this month or in two weeks, that's still not bad money. However, however, I wanna go over here and look at an in-the-money option on Walmart. What that simply means is an option that would behave pretty much just like the stock. So if the stock moves $6, the option may move $5. Okay, so there's some math equations to this to figure out how much the option would move. But for now, I just want you to understand that the options that are in the money will move similar to how the stock will move. So if the stock moves $6, again, the option would move maybe uh, $5. Okay, so I am looking at Just for sake of this example, I'm looking at a June 21st uh, option, which basically gives us about 37 days. We told you Walmart moved $6 in 14 days. So we're going to double that time frame. I like to teach my students double how long you think it's really going to take to move just in case you're wrong or it takes longer than you think. So 37 days would definitely be double the amount of time frame because 28 would be double and we have 37. So we're clear there. So it meets all of our other criteria that I'm not gonna get into right now because I don't wanna confuse you. I just want you to understand the main concept. So this option at this moment would be the equivalent of the option we would have bought back then would be about, it's going for $8.55. I am just going to round that up to $9, okay? So an option controls 100 shares. So if you were to buy one option contract, It controls 100 shares. So if we bought one contract for $9 that controls 100 shares, that means we would put up $900. Okay. now, if the stock did what we thought it was going to do, which was move $6, the option would move about $5, Okay. which means you would make $500. Now, think about the math. You put up $900 and you made 500. So 500 divided by 900, big difference. That is a 55% return. So think about what just happened. The person who wanted to do the same trade and buy the stock had to come up with $9,700. A person who understands how to use call options had to come up with $900. The stock moves $6 for both people, okay? Except one person made a 6% six return. One person made a 55% return. And that's where it becomes powerful. Can you imagine putting up $900 and getting $1,500 back, of which $600 is profit? That is huge. That is huge. Or even if you got $500 back, because I said the option to move about $5, right? So even if you got... Uh, you put up 900 and got 1400 back of which 500 is profit. Is that not a very good day in lifestyle? Now, somebody may listen to this and say, you're talking about all the good stuff about options. You're not really sharing the bad stuff about options. So let me share with you the bad stuff, so to speak, because I know someone out there is listening. going to be like, you don't tell them what could happen if it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. So the way that options work is you have a time frame for that stock to move and do what you think it's going to do. So at the end of, in this Walmart example, at the end of the 37 days, if Walmart has not moved far enough or where you think it's going to go, there's three things that really can happen. And we show you this, we have a full webinar, where we can walk you through this uh, on our website. You can take the free training, but there's only three things that can happen. Number one, let's talk about the worst case scenario. If Walmart falls, right, it doesn't go higher, it actually falls, you can either lose the entire $900, okay, or you can lose a portion of the $900, or you can break even. It just depends on where the stock price is at the end of the 37 days, but you can always close the trade out early. So if you feel like, ah, this isn't going in the direction we thought, I'm down 200 bucks, You could close the trade out. And so instead of losing your whole 900, you can close the trade out and only lose 200 bucks, okay? But the reality is you would lose 200 bucks as well if if you bought the stock and it failed $2. So you have the same amount of risk, but the difference is if you own the stock, it doesn't expire, right? The stock doesn't have an expiration date. The option does. The option in this case, in 37 days, It needs to be at a certain price or else that contract expires. And when it expires, we have to square up and say, I'm either broke, I either broke even, I made some money, I lost a little bit of money or I lost all of my money. Okay. So that would be the, I guess, inherent danger. Okay. So here's the thing. There's no risk without reward. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, how do I do this and uh, have a 0% chance of losing money? That's like going to the casino and saying, how do I gamble and know for sure 100% I'm going to be right. The key here is to be able to read the stock chart and then determine based on the stock chart, the previous history, where we're at in the market, where you believe it's going to go, and then have the ability to pick the right option and capitalize on that. Okay. And you've seen some of my case studies. If you haven't, we have a ton of case studies where we do this all the time. It's not about taking a lot of trades. It's about taking the right trades. And that's what we want to teach you how to do. So that is how a call option works. It allows you to control higher price stocks for a fraction of the cost, which is a beautiful thing. Now, I'm almost thinking we should split this up into two sections and actually come back and talk to you about put options. So, in fact, I believe that's what we're going to do. I want to make sure you're getting enough information uh, in these sessions, but not getting overwhelmed. So let's just recap again. We want to talk to you about the two types of options, one's a call options, one's a put option. Those two options make up 100% of all the options activity in the stock market, but they work very differently. And so we dove into what a call option is. We think it's bullish, we think a stock is going higher, and so therefore we can go in and control that stock at a certain price for a certain amount of time and allow us to capitalize on that and potentially get a higher rate of return than we would have trying to buy the individual stock. And right here is where we're gonna pause and cut the episode because I think it's gonna be best to separate this and come back and talk to you in the next episode about put options and how that works because now we're gonna talk about making money to the downside. So make sure you tune in to that episode and in between time in the meantime, feel free to swing over to our website, check out the blog post so you can see a visual chart of Walmart. And you can see why we believed it was going to move uh, $6 in the time frame that it was going to move and how we can predict that by reading the chart and then turn around and match it with the proper option strategy. So I'll see you on the next episode. And we're going to dive into put options. Thanks for listening to the money markets and mindset podcast. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. To learn more about how to have your money work for you inside the stock market, visit www.thebrownreport.com.